This is the promise of him, and I am Tara. And today's message is part two of In His Image, the John Elliott story. In his likeness, my friend John from work, a fellow lover of the Lord, had been talking to me about us being in the image of God, in his true likeness, and what that really means. And he mentioned in that conversation that not only are we the likeness of God in his character, but we are also to talk like Jesus and to walk like Jesus. Some may ask, how do you talk and walk like Jesus exactly? Or for you scholars, a little refresher wouldn't hurt. There's always a lesson to learn when it comes to the Word of God. And if you remember, the Word of God is our Lord Jesus. It's all a matter of, are you really listening? Let's begin. 1 John 2, 6 Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. 1 Corinthians 11, 1 Be imitators of me, as I am of Christ. John fourteen fifteen. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Romans 8, 29. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. 1 John 2.29 If you know that he is righteous, you may be sure that everyone who practices righteousness has been born of him. 1 John 3, 2 Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared, but we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall, be, we shall see him as he is. 1 John 3, 7 Little children, let no one deceive you, Whoever practices righteousness is righteous, as he is righteous. 1 John 4.15 Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in God. 1 John 4.17 By this is love perfected with us, so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment. Because as he is, so also are we in this world. 
1 Peter 2.9 But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. 2 Corinthians 2.14 But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. 2 Corinthians 3.18 And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Luke 6:46 Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? Ephesians 2:10 For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God pre- prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Galatians 3:27 For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. John 3.30 He must increase, but I must decrease. Luke 6.40 A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone, when he is fully trained, will be like his teacher. Think about that for just a moment. We will be like our teacher. Who's our teacher? I'll tell you who. John 14, 26. But the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to remembrance all that I have said to you. So you see, the Holy Spirit is our teacher. When we are fully trained, We will be like him, Holy Spirit. How about that reality? The new creation. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. Psalm 17.15 As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. When I awake, I shall be satisfied with your likeness. Romans 6.11 So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Romans 6.4 We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Romans 8:28, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. Ephesians 5, 1-2 Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love, which means walk in God. As Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, 
a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Galatians 2.20 I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. 1 Peter 2.21 For to this you have been called. Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. I have to stop here and show respect to the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus suffered greatly, beyond measure, on that cross. He suffered more than anything you and I could ever imagine. The love he showed for his Father and for us is more than my words can begin to express. Jesus gave his all for his Father and for the entire world. All of God's wrath for sin was upon him. Every sin known to man came against our loving Lord and God in the flesh. And every single drop of his righteous blood was for the atonement of sin for you and me. He was forsaken and he was shamed by all of us. For the first time in eternity, he was separated from his beloved father. The tears Jesus shed and the sorrow in his heart the night before at Gethsemane was for his father. Not wanting to be separated from him, he asked for this cup of divine wrath to be removed. Can you just imagine the devastating pain Jesus must have felt to know he will be separated for the very first time in eternity from his loving father, his kingdom, and everything he knows. To know he was going to receive his father's punishment instead of his love for the very first time. That is unimaginable. The true pain he was in, that is the reason why he was sweating blood. Luke twenty-two forty-four. And being in agony, he was praying very fervently, and his sweat became like drops of blood, falling down upon the ground. His heart was so full of sorrow, and the Father told me that the reason he did not say anything back to Jesus that night at Gethsemane is because his heart was also so full of sorrow for his son, and no words could comfort the pain they were about to endure. Jesus Christ deserves our highest respect and honor. He deserves our love, compassion, and honesty. We should want to walk and talk like him and follow in his steps. For he is the majesty on high. He is the son of God. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And he is the most beautiful being that has ever existed. So take up your cross. Luke 9:23. Jesus looks at his disciples and tells them, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me 
will find it. It's time to give up your sin. Live for Jesus. He died for you so that you could live. Be his hands and feet on this earth. Make a difference for him. He made the biggest difference for you. Trust him. Believe him at his word and love him true. Make him the treasure of your heart. Matthew 6, 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. And don't forget to thank him for all he has done for you. For he loves you so much that he gave up every, everything, including his own will. Mark fourteen thirty six, And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. And at the will of his Father, he was the sacrifice for all sin. For the love of me and you. And if you think this was an easy choice on the Father, you then are very mistaken. This was the most difficult decision the Father has ever had to make. And this was the most pain he has ever had to endure. And that is the love of him, our Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your guidance in this message and for so much more. Thank you, my Lord Jesus and precious Father. May you know just how grateful we are for you, my God. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen.